So, like I was telling you, I, I really admire how good you've gotten at playing cards and how good your poker face is because of you nurses just sitting around playing cards all the time. Oh, I was like, like where's <laughs> he going with this? <laughs> well, I don't really play cards. <laughs> welcome to the uh, next episode of Escaping Tyranny, guys. I am welcomed and joined by my mother, uh, Kelly Staley. Mom, what's going on? Uh, nothing. Nothing. We're just chilling out, drinking. Cheers. 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 So, tell me, okay, tell me about, you grew up in El Paso a little bit, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about some of the crazy shit, because obviously I changed your life like crazy. You had me at 18, right? Mm-hmm. Tell me about some crazy shit that you used to do in El Paso, going to, back and forth to Juarez or whatever. Yeah, so we, we moved to El Paso, I echo. Anyway. Do you echo? Mm-hmm. Um... We moved to El Paso before my eighth grade year, and eighth grade, which uh, was junior high, there. Do you hear yourself now? No, no. There's better. Check, check. Go ahead and speak. Hello. I was gonna say it's still tracking you. So. Okay, good. I'm not yeah. echoing. Anyway, so uh, the my eighth grade year was normal, benign, and then uh, freshman year, that was in the high school, and it wasn't long after that that um, it's just a different world. We First of all, our high school, this was 91, I believe. We went through metal detectors every day. Oh, wow. I know. And so, on a side note, all the um, school issues we have today, I just think, we went through metal detectors then. Mm-hmm. Like, why can't we have those everywhere now, 25 years later? Yeah. This actually, 2020 was my 25th it's high just, school It's invading reunion. on my right to privacy. Well, <laughs> we went through them. And yeah. of course, those were like the early 90s. It was like big days of like the blood and the crypts and whatever, which was more mm-hmm. on the coast. But anyway, it was in big cities. And so yeah. we did that. Then, yeah, uh, real, I don't mean to cut you off there, but like, do you think some of that is like wannabe or do you think some of that was legit people thought they were bloods and crips and i it could have been a little of both the, okay. the primary thing about any border town is the access to drugs cartel Everything. so i i am not i wouldn't like, doubt that they were there yeah yeah by any means and i mean um not really so much us girls a little bit but the guys if they were walking on the street like they they didn't wear those colors they didn't yeah. they didn't like they just had to be careful they'd get stopped by other you know yeah. Gang members, whatever. And if you're um, rocking purple, I mean, God bless you. Yeah, they're probably safe. They're like, fuck, all right, well, he's both. He's he's one of us. I mean, seriously, <laughs> like, all through high school, like, friends, they would they really didn't walk alone. It, yeah. I mean, they really would get, like, they would stop and, and um, address them, like, they you know. They the shit out of you, basically, they, right? They would. So, it was, oh, I don't know, maybe my, maybe it was my junior year. Was the f- no maybe it was in a sophomore, in a sophomore year, beginning of junior year somewhere in there. That's when we started going down to Wadas all the time, mm-hmm. and um, so you're around sixteen, seventeen, mm-hmm. give or take. Yeah, and I don't remember if uh, there's three bridges, four bridges, but I mean easily, easy to get over the yeah. border. We'd walk over. You would park on the American side sometimes, and you'd walk over, and then as we all got cars and we're driving, then we drove over. Yeah. And, um, yeah, so we'd go over, um, it was Thursday, Friday, Saturday nights, if I remember right, but I know there were three nights of the week that we would go that there were bars that you would pay $7 for these bars and you could get into all of them. Wow. And you had got a wristband or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, $7 and it was Dos Equis, mm-hmm. but all the Dos Equis you could drink all night. And they, they're... There was no sort of like IDing. They didn't give a fuck. No, not at those bars, which was like La Playa, um, Superior, and I can't remember the third one's name um, right now. But if you went to like Copacabana or there were others that did, you had to be 18. But the ones that. But those were probably like chains and stuff, right? Like the ones that they did. I don't know. I was about to say, because it just seems as if the ones that were like a little more sketchy, like, you know just locally ran they're just like fuck it like we don't care we'll get we'll get our money the way we can mm-hmm. yeah i mean the because the like the copa and there was another really big one uh the derby those were on one on like you went over one certain bridge and they were there and those those ones they really did card you yeah. the others were off of another street off of another bridge hmm. um and they were kind of far apart like you didn't you didn't go over one bridge and then walk all the way over yeah so whichever bridge you went that's where you were going yeah 
Um, I know whichever bridge you were, that was like your destiny for the night. Yeah, your you were in that stuff. area. Yeah, there was bo- one bar called the Alive, and it totally looked like Fraggle Rock. You went in there, and it like <laughs> it really did. It was like super cool. Like the seats were like zebra and different prints, and it was all um, neon. Like mm-hmm. it was really cool in there, but. Uh, that was not one of the three. Okay. Th- but anyway, yeah, we'd go down there all the time. I had gotten car accidents down there. Yeah. Um, just craziness. Just craziness. It doesn't. It's like a world away now. Like it doesn't. Yeah, I was seem... about to say like, and it's funny because, you know, I I remember, <laughs> so I remember like Brian and Audrey, my cousins for people listening, um, they they had gotten caught smoking pot in high school and that kind of stuff. And I remember them telling me like, "Oh, your mom partied in high school," and I was like, <laughs> "Not my mom. Not my mom. <laughs> my mom's sophisticated. She's a nurse." Like that doesn't sound good. <laughs> that does, yeah, you're like, oh, fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> what what kind of shit? Like, where did you ever do any like hard drugs or anything? Or was yeah. it was it okay? So what what kind of stuff did you get into? So, I mean, living in this a border town. This is a global town. audience, too. Oh, so, no, good. Yeah. Say whatever the fuck you want. I don't care. Uh, well, I mean, it is it is what it is. Like, yeah. I, we did a lot of cocaine, mm-hmm. um, acid, um, mushrooms, obviously marijuana. Um, Obvi. Those are yeah. like cigarettes, right? Yeah. It's like... Um, ecstasy. You did um, ecstasy? Mm-hmm. Fuck. I was like, I've always wanted to try it. And, I mean, well, obviously I can't now get drug tested. Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, it was funny because I remember in high school, I, I would want to. I was like, I want to try this. Like, it sounds like ecstasy. I'm like, yeah. it sounds fucking fun. And never even remotely got close to it. I, I, I still, to this day, don't even understand how people get marijuana. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know how. I mean, I know stuff's still accessible up here. I don't mm-hmm. know how. I know in El Paso, it was like er, everywhere. Yeah. Right? So or, it was super you, easy. If you knew someone, you knew how to get it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Everywhere. And the... I, I remember doing te- need a ex- refill by the way yeah I remember doing ecstasy twice but one time in particular my girlfriend Lindsay which I doubt she'll ever hear this which anyway she's married now and has three kids she's a teacher in Texas but um she and I had gone to San Antonio for spring break no but I can I can yeah uh so anyway Lindsay and I went to um San Antonio for spring break and we had some friends that lived there they were older but anyway they got they got us hooked up with ecstasy so um we went there was a park and I don't know the name of the park but it had like this little like I mean there were swing sets and slides and whatnot like it was a legit park but then it had like a little river thing flowing through it so I remember us like walking and wading through that little river and just the water the feeling of the water and then we would swing yeah and I mean that was that was what try, try um, either one I'm sorry okay For everybody listening I'm already drunk no um <laughs> I was about to say, there's two different, it's Dogfish Head, and then there's the Pepe Loco. Both are really good. Try try both. Okay. But, so, it, it was like the, but it was like a feeling that went through your entire body, though, right? It's not yeah. just one, no. like, specific it's feeling. Ki- no, it's kind of like all senses. And I, mm-hmm. that's what I remember. I remember, like, I still remember walking through that water, and, like, I, we sat down in it, and you're just, just, it was just a different, like, so yeah. that was the thing I remember. It was a different sensation yeah. entirely. Yeah. I, I, like I said, I always wanted to try it, and it sounded remarkable and it's the funny part again is I knew friends who had hookups to weed so if I wanted to I could find someone who had who would have weed never knew how they got it though yeah never ever ever yeah and so when I would hear about people doing cocaine or doing these other things ecstasy I was just like how do you even like mm-hmm. I, I, you don't Amazon or Google that <laughs> shit like how do you get to that I think know? I think it just like so it's funny how they call merit which now I would I would not even consider marijuana a gateway drug but actually oh, yeah. it was it was back then <laughs> i mean that I was i don't know how you know what it, it was. was i mean <laughs> it was like it's where we all started you didn't start with cigarettes you didn't we, start with tobacco I mean, well I, re- I well that's a funny story because i do remember smoking cigarettes but right, right. But that didn't lead you to anything else. No. You could get cigarettes. You no, could get yeah. That shit easy. Well, and even, okay, so these were the early 90s. These were the days of like Nirvana and backyard bands, right? So yeah. everybody played in backyard bands. And so mm-hmm. my girlfriend, Gigi, and I, um, well, she still lives in El Paso. She, we had gone to one of those backyard parties where bands played. And anyway, someone gave us a cigarette. And you know, the first time you have a cigarette, you get like mm-hmm. that rush. So we're like, ooh, we're going to, and this was probably like my freshman year. It was how, my freshman how would year. You, how would you describe that rush? It's it's probably like the first time you have like a beer. I don't know. That's exactly so. so long that's ago. exactly how I describe it to anyone who hasn't smoked a cigarette. Is imagine having the rush of a full beer 
but you have all of it in five minutes and then it goes away. Yeah. So it's kind of that fun ramp up and then it goes away and you're like, oh, cool. I, I'll, let's do another one. Fuck it. I And I remember that because we were at that stupid party and I remember that. <laughs> and then, so then we had to be home because I still live with Nana then. This was freshman Nana year. Nana being... Uh, my mom. Okay. Yeah. And so, cause I, um, so my mom left El Paso after my freshman year and then I lived with my dad with Gramsci. But anyway, so, um, I, uh, yeah, so we got back from the, we had to be home cause Nana was like, you need to be home, whatever. Yeah. So we get back and we're like, well, we asked a friend, we're like, cause we were freshmen. We didn't have, we couldn't buy cigarettes. Yeah. So we had a friend get us a pack of cigarettes. Mm-hmm. So we lived in a quadruplex across from the high school, Hanks High School. Hanks? And, um. The Hanks Hawks? Uh, no, the Knights. J.M. I don't, I don't like the way that rolls off. The yeah. Hanks Knights. We were the Knights. Dude, they missed an opportunity with the Hawks. Well. Go ahead. We weren't. No, go ahead. Anyhow, so, uh, so anyway, so we had a friend buy us a pack of cigarettes, so we sat outside the front of the the quadruplex, and we smoked, like, I don't know how many stupid cigarettes, to the point then I had a waterbed. So oh. then Gigi and I go upstairs, and we get on this waterbed, and we got sick as fuck. But you, but you drank, though, that night, too, though, right? No. No, you didn't. It you was just, just cigarettes. cigarettes. Oh, it's even worse. Yes. Oh, my God. Oh, I know. Lord. So we got sick, and that is the last time I've smoked a that's, cigarette. That's the exact <laughs> opposite feeling yeah. of what I assume ecstasy felt like in the water. <laughs> <laughs> You're on the bed. I'm willing so. to bet Tom Hanks. It, Tom Hanks's character in Castaway felt better than you did on that waterbed. I'm going to tell you, for the kids out there, do ecstasy and don't smoke cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, but back to that point, though, marijuana was a gateway, but the but like cigarettes never made you want to try no. anything crazy. No, no. But I don't know. I've... I've never done any other drug. I mean, fuck, I did lower tabs, but that's from surgery. Yeah. You know, back, yeah. or like, not back, uh, just pain relievers, but that, I was never addicted to them or I was never doing yeah. that other than that. Yeah. So, yeah, marijuana was all I had tried, so I didn't know how, I, I still don't understand pe- how people get those. I think, I don't know. I don't, I mean, we just, we did, it was everywhere down there. I yeah. mean, everywhere, but, uh, <laughs> the one drug that I I liked the most that I really liked back then was cocaine. It, I cocaine, did. Yeah. And um, but yeah, once I got pregnant with you, it was like fucking downhill. Downhill. You're like I'm gonna, I'm, gonna, I'm gonna give birth to a legend. I gotta stop. This no shit. more drugs. <laughs> gotta get my shit together. Oh my god, I'm willing to bet there was times where you wanted drugs while raising me you're like oh i could you <laughs> i just drank <laughs> Is a, you're the only person watching the casey anthony trial saying uh i kind of get it i get <laughs> it it's fine it's fine <laughs> give him a little something you but I, I don't think this was just you but other other parents had given little amounts of whiskey and baby's bottles didn't they that, like, yeah i mean I, you hear of that stuff but actually for you um i would take um amaretto and i would just put it like on my finger and rub it on your gums what is amaretto it's a, it's a liqueur. It's like oh, okay. a, yeah. yeah. So I would just like rub it on your gums and then I don't know you, but yeah. When did, okay. So I just want to go back. Uh, when did Gramsci and Nana, your parents, my grandparents, when did they split and when did Nana leave uh, El, Paso. El Paso? So yeah. So we had all moved to El Paso before my eighth grade year. We made it through eighth grade year and then, um, that summer before my freshman year, they divorced. They both stayed down there. Mm-hmm. And I lived with a Nana through freshman year, and then she left. She, So she had her bachelor's at the time. She later got her master's, but at the time she had her bachelor's. And um, so she, she should have been able to find good work, and she couldn't. Mm-hmm. She couldn't find decent work, so she moved back to Kansas. Um, Kansas and because she just had family? Family. Yeah. And that's when I stayed with Gramsci. Got you. Yeah. So that kind of sets up this before we get into you raising me so before you had me you were pregnant with me what was the story with jimmy heading back to kansas where those cops stopped you too okay so that was i I really wanted to ask you this question i wanted to hear this story so this was i was pregnant with you and this had to have been like 95. I, I'm January 27th, so this was just yeah. 95, end of 95 or so. So I got pregnant um, my senior year, um, graduated pregnant with you, and then the minute I graduated, which is an interesting story, but anyway, the minute I graduated, Nan, like it was like the next day Nana picked me up and um, moved me to Kansas. Mm-hmm. And um, Jimmy was, was he? I think he was living with Nana still at the time. Anyway, so... Um, 
as at one point we're driving from liberal Kansas where she lived to where I was born by the way anyone, yes anyone who's curious yes to uh Gramsci was in um I'm trying to remember the name of the little town, but out somewhere outside of Oklahoma City or it was outside of Tulsa. Okay. Anyways, outside of Tulsa. So anyway, so we had driven down to see Gramsci and then we were headed back. And um, at the time, <laughs> so I got a DWI my senior year. Okay. And, you had all the fun. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so we had a lot of fun. So I was on, um, I had a year of probation. So I was under 18 when I got the DWI. So I had to do a year of probation. I had to do all this stuff and it was deferred. So it's not on my license because I was not an adult. But anyway, so I didn't have an active license, but I was driving. So we're dropping into Yale, Oklahoma. And um, it's it's one of those speed trap type of towns. Like as you're dropping in, I mean, you're dropping, it's kind of like Cuba, but you're dropping and the the speed limit is dropping like just as fast. Yeah. Yeah. So they're um, trying to catch you. Yeah. It, it totally is. So they pull us over and um, the cop is like, uh, asked for my license, which I didn't have. And right. so right away he like gets me out of the car and he gets me in the back of the cop car. And it's and, like. And roughly how pregnant are you? Oh, uh, shoot. Roughly along the timeline. Six months, maybe. seven months? I mean, I'm definitely, I'm definitely showing. Okay. Um, But I don't remember exactly. Okay. But yeah. That's anyway. Fair. So, um. So anyway, they get me in the back of the cop car, and it's like one of those old 70s, 80s cop cars. Like, it's got the metal cage, and I scratch my leg getting in. I'm bleeding, all this whole ordeal. I don't get my rights read, nothing. So then they tell Jimmy to follow us down to the police station. So he does, and he comes in, and then they basically ask us how much money we have. And we're Mm. like, I mean, we had probably enough cash to get home and gas. Yeah, but that's sketchy. Yeah. So we, so anyway, he, Jimmy's, so then, um, the cop's like, we'll go across the street to the pay phone. Cause of course mm-hmm. these are days we didn't have cell phones or anything right. and didn't let me use a phone either. Like mm-hmm. told Jimmy. So he goes over there, he calls Gramsci and, um, then, uh, my uncle Kenny, which is actually my great uncle Kenny. He's my dad's uncle. He, Oh, so we have a lot of family in Oklahoma. Anyway, he knew a lot of people in that County. He knew the district attorney in that County. Mm-hmm. So Gramsci calls him and he so tells Jimmy, um, uncle Kenny and I are coming. He's called his friend. We're, we'll meet you guys there. So my brother comes back in and he's like, we, I don't have any more money, but my dad and my uncle are coming. And so pretty soon these cops go off into the room and they talk and then they come back and they're like, they take the whatever 20 bucks we had or whatever. And they're like, you guys can go. That was it. Mm-hmm. And I get a ticket. And I'm supposed to show back up for court. Mm-hmm. So, like, the next week, Nana calls, and she's like, so was she arrested or not? Does she have to show up for court? Because yeah. if this is just a ticket. And the guy's like, she should have been arrested. At, but at this point, just pay the ticket. Were you driving, though? I was driving when they pulled us over. Okay. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, you you were still semi at the wrong. Yeah. But yeah, that's still so sketchy, though. The whole thing was, like, unbelievable. Like, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Anyway, so. Yeah. So, fast forward... I'm born. Dad and I talked about it a little bit. When when did my dad legally adopt me? I, think, I thought it was I thought it was three. He said he thought it was, I was like around five. I think he's right. I think okay. it was right before your kind before the summer before kindergarten. Good I Lord. think is I think is when it was. And you two were kids in itself. Yeah. Raising Amory and I. Mm-hmm. I was about to say because Amory is three two and change away from me. Almost three years. Then. Almost three years. Mm-hmm. So two years and, and nine months, give or take. Yeah. So. What was it like having, because, okay, so you had me at 18, you had Amory at 20? 21. So, because, like, so you were born January, I turned uh, 18, or 19 in March. In March. So it was okay. right there. Yeah, I was 21 with her. So you're 21, you have two kids. Explain that situation. How did you, because then you went into nursing, what what was that experience like? I, I've, hear, I've heard you talk about it a bunch, but. Yeah, so, uh. I don't know why I kind of always knew I was going to go into nursing. Even when, so when I was pregnant with you and we moved to Kansas um, with Anna after I graduated high school. So I went to a year of um, college at Seward County Community College up there. And I was doing all pre-nursing at the time. So for some reason, I don't know why. I don't know why I always knew Mm -hmm. that was where I was going. So then finished that year of college up there, moved to Farmington. That's when I met your dad. Um, And like, I don't remember if I was pregnant with Amory or after, but I was taking classes. And actually, it was funny because I just w- put a post on Facebook the other day, and Felena Thompson commented on there. Mm. And I was she Long-time and I took family friend. Yeah, so yeah. she and I took chemistry and Aztec together. Oh my god! Yeah, so we would like take like night classes. You know, I just took 
these different classes here and there. And then mm-hmm. finally, one semester, I was just like, I'll apply to the program and see. And I, everyone said, you won't get in right away. So I thought, okay. And then I did. Yeah. And then it was like game on. Just want to clarify, people were, everyone was saying you wouldn't get in right away. Or, or any, it's or hard right to get away. in. Oh, okay. I, yeah. I wanted to clarify that people weren't like, you're not going to get in. Oh, no, it was, it yeah. was more like, no, yeah, they were like, it's just a hard program to get in. They only have so many slots. So yeah. they usually, the first time you apply, you just, you don't get in. So yeah. don't, and then I did. So and then, so you get in and it's like game shit. on. We got to yeah. we gotta go. Yeah. So yeah. that was, I don't remember exactly when you apply, but I feel like I had like the summer or something and I took um, the CNA course, which is a nursing assistant course. Cause I thought, well, this will get me into facilities and tell me if this is really what I want to do. Mm-hmm. And I did. I did want to do it. And so it's like, so then, yeah, I, um, you were five and Amory was two. I think it was your, uh, kindergarten year when I started the program and it was hard. Yeah. It, it was hard. And how long was that program? Not to cut you off. Two years. So two years. Okay. Yeah. The ADM program was two years. Yeah. And then, uh, but in the summers, like I had to take, I had other prereqs and stuff that I still yeah. had to, you know, finish but it was hard I remember like going to soccer practice and thinking okay I'll read a chapter or going to swimming lessons and being like I'll I can write a care plan things like that just did what you had to do and it it was hard but it was like once once it was there it was like there was no going back it was like God gave you this now it's time you you have to do it you got to do it yeah so So, and that's the thing talking with dad I, I I picked up so much from dad of day to day nonsense that has to be done at the house and not that I never caught that from you that that I'm not trying to take that away but there was this sense of all right well if we're doing it we're doing it so I I said I'm gonna do it and I did it Mm -hmm. and so there was that that I got from you in which I think my friends make fun of me because I'm like all right I'm doing it and then you know, recently we've gotten on this huge health kick. I've been working out. You, you've worked out. Not you got a huge health kick, but I, I've been doing this, and we've been texting back and forth about it. And uh, I bought a squat rack, and some of my friends are like, "Wow, like you're really into this." First it's golf, now it's this. And I'm like, <laughs> when I say I'm into it, dude. I'm, I'm into it. You know, I, I have a lot of friends that flake out on stuff really easily, and it's never really been my personality. It's no. been, you know, I, I said I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it. Yeah. And I, and I got a lot of that from you, which is sweet. You know what I mean? Well, I mean, you you were always like that. You mm-hmm. were. I mean, as a little kid, it would be like, we've talked about this, but like you couldn't watch Power Rangers. You couldn't watch Ninja <laughs> Turtles. Like you thought you were one. I mean, you come in. I was easily inspired. Like, like So, yeah. So you love stupid Lane Frost. Love him. Love <laughs> him. Eight seconds, Eight right? seconds, yeah. So you, I mean, like grandmother got you, uh, I think it was grandmother who got you your rigging and your chaps. And like mm. you'd be on the back of the couch, like yep. you know, like with your rigging, and um, then she bought you that uh, bull. The the, the it, it was a bull that was like suspended. So I'm trying to kind of like those old horses that were on the metal yeah, like suspended right frames. out right outside of uh, you know grocery stores or a Walmart or something. But it, it was suspended by springs and yeah. stuff. And I would the funny <laughs> part is is you think about it, it's not like riding a bike or anything. You just bounce up and down yeah, on it no. but I would all and the you time did. you did yeah. always and so it is it's like a metal frame thing and we had it on the back porch just because we didn't have room in our house yeah and you would hear you first thing in the morning <laughs> you freaking you could hear it like bouncing off the freaking patio Concrete, yeah. yeah but I mean anything you watched and saw you thought you could do yeah you could you could do it you were well, and do it's it. funny because thinking about it now um you know Brian and Mackenzie my my cousins I've mentioned on here before but you know they were riding bikes and I was like I want to go and one of the first things in the, the easiest cop out for them not I'm not mad at them for this but you know it, I'm the I'm the youngest of the cousins or, or was at the time and mm-hmm. if I couldn't be off training wheels they're like you can't come yeah you have training wheels you can't come with and us you're like, and that take was their, them off. That was, yeah that was the easiest cop out oh, for yeah. them and I remember that day riding around Karen my aunt your sister and uh Celeste my other cousin and us just riding around the backyard no no uh training wheels just crash coursing it and oh, I remember yeah. came home that day and I was like dad I want them off and I he's remember like, that you're like, take them off and we we're like oh yeah. and you did it yeah and you did it. Yeah, which is funny though. But uh, yeah, I mean, it, it was just that that can-do attitude, I guess. And uh, yeah, I'm real appreciative of that. What was it like raising me specifically? What were the stupid shit that I did, or you know, stuff that you remember that were like, what the fuck? Well, I mean, yeah. So when you were little, um, I mean, you were a really good baby. You were a really good toddler. Really yeah, easy. <laughs> <laughs> And then, like, you, so, 
So when you started school, you were always like super like in your own world, like, um, how do I describe that? Like you were like, there's a word for it that I want, but you were just like, you were so imaginative and like you, mm. like you would space out like at school and your teachers would say that, that you just went into like this, your own world. Yeah. And so it wasn't that you like weren't, you were not ADHD or anything like that. Yeah. It was not anything like that. You no. just went into like this imaginative state. Like you, so sometimes you didn't get work done, but they would say that. And then, I mean, they tested you for gifted multiple times because of that. Yeah. You wrote a lot of stuff, a lot of stuff. Like I found some of your guys' stuff the other day, both of you, and like the stuff you would write. You'd always write stories, if you remember mm-hmm. that. Like you were always writing stuff. And so you were like, that was the thing. You would always have to like bring you back. You're like, Tierney, you've got to come back. you got to focus mm-hmm. back in on this and get the work done because you just, that's what you where you'd go. Mm-hmm. And um, th- so through school, you kind of did that. But I mean, you were always like, (laughs) you were always like pushing. I mean, since you were little, you were like, you had cowboy boots on and you'd be running down the hall, like, tie me, mom, tie me. And I'm like, okay, yeah. You're always fast. Was it super fast? You're like, yes, so fast. Eight cowboy boots. Running boots. Like like track athletes are going to advance to running boots because they're like, oh, this makes us much faster. Oh, you you did. Like, freaking, no. Do you want to put your tennis shoes on? No. 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 These boots. These boots make me fast. These boots were meant for running. (laughs) That's just what they'll do. You're all laying frosted wearing no <laughs> Nikes. Meanwhile, meanwhile, cowboys have that horse's ass and they can't walk properly, but I could run like a motherfucker. Yeah, you could. Yeah, you could. You just, well, and I mean, that went into wrestling. I mean, you yeah. just, you, and then it was, you just always did. You always thought you could do it. So I think like, it's kind of interesting now that your friends would see you the way they do, but I think that. Um, a little bit before COVID, you went, I mean, you graduated, you went into a sort of a funk mm-hmm. and then COVID, I think put you even more of it, but you, oh, that, yeah. so if anybody doesn't know, you're super, super social. Uh, people know that very well. Super big extrovert. <laughs> if anyone rem- remotely knows me, if anybody, so, the only people that might not think I'm social are my college professors because when I was in class, it was game on. There was no, yeah. I don't joke with anyone. I'm, I'm there, you know, for a job. I thing changed <laughs> just yeah I was about to say and yeah. it's funny because I vaguely remember you know going into that space and as you bring that up I, I kind of have Vietnam flashbacks of it I'm like oh I do remember that I would I would zone out and I and, and a lot of that helped later in life and being creative and thinking you know what are the actual possibilities could I do something yeah. and um that's helped me out tremendously in in work and in you know, doing this silly podcast or whatever. It's just stuff that's like, oh, I, I can do it. I yeah. can do it because I, I've thought it. I, because I've thought it, I can happen. But um, yeah, as, no, as for the, um, what were we just talking? No, yeah, but I am super social. Yeah, sorry. Yeah. No, yeah, no, I was just saying that. I think that the COVID, like, it hit a lot of people. Obviously, we all know that because this mm-hmm. is the reality of our world right now. But for you, it was, it was rough. Yeah. It was rough initially. Pause real quick. Yeah, COVID was rough for a while there for me. In, w- in which I-, I should clarify, I had no health issues. Mm-hmm. I had no no concerns of that. I had, nope. you know, it, it, I was working yep. and I w- things were good. Mentally, emotionally, it, it hurt a lot. There was that first six weeks that New Mexico had shut down and I was, I was struggling. And what really, yeah. really sucked was seeing Amory, my sister, up here in Farmington and though she would see you, you guys would go on social distance walks or whatever. I didn't get to see you or dad or them. And I would see these things where, oh, they at least get to interact. Yeah. And, and I, and, and God bless my roommate Campbell. He, he was the only person I would have. And in his defense, he comes home from a long day of work and he just wants to fucking chill. He doesn't want to see me at all. And yeah. I'm like, what are you doing? Hi. What's up, man? Hi, like, friend. We haven't talked to anyone. <laughs> Come on, I'm like freaking out. But that was that was a rough time. We it just. Was. Uh, I'm I'm glad that bit is over. Yeah. Um, you know. But, yeah. Uh, what was it like having the contrast of Amory and I? Not that we were so, because at home I think Amory and I had similar personalities, and I think we butted heads because we were both very strong, mm-hmm. but we we both were very different. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What was that like? Um. Well, I mean, I. I mean, that would that would kind of be like hard at times because 
you were more easygoing. You could go with the flow and you're okay with things. You didn't balk on a lot of things and she did. Mm-hmm. So that would be so hard. I mean, it would be like I could make whatever for you for dinner, but for yeah. her, no. You know what I mean? Like it you, just ugh. We we've talked about this. Do you think Amory legitimately has some, if not a lot, of, like or is OCD? So they they tried to diagnose her with that. I think she was around ten, and not so much the um, obsessive behavior but the compulsion so Mm. whatever she thinks is perfect in her head is perfect in her head and yes she does so and it was really hard for her you know in those early years of trying to figure out how to handle those emotions within herself Mm -hmm. so um I mean and they did want to medicate her but as you know we went through it and it was like we're just talking about it and talking to her and for her to learn you know how to deal through those times like Um, so that was that was a big difference between you guys because you were always just like okay you know yeah. whatever and she'd be like no because it in her head it yeah. wasn't what you know was supposed to happen so um, that was a big difference and I think I think I wore my heart on my sleeve to some extent but Amory was very quick to show her emotions mm-hmm. and I think that was something that I, I had to realize was I can't just bury my emotions or just bury stuff. And I think I did that because I was so, I didn't want to, I didn't want to interrupt anyone. I didn't want people. And I think you, you said that when I was really young, when I would get in trouble, I didn't want anyone mad at me. You did it. I, I didn't want people mad at me. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, like this sucks. And so I think a lot of things I, I thought if I was upset or if I showed that, you know, I would end up making someone else upset and possibly upset with me. And so uh-huh. I think I would, suppress that and then so I would have and you know this and you could explain this I would have these I wouldn't say manic but I would have these big explosions yeah you know at at times it would be something like I can't fucking do this anymore yeah I didn't cuss at the time obviously but you know the the one big one and and I could let you describe this is when you know I finally broke down after tearing my ACL and I was like I I need to wrestle I need to do something yeah I don't know if you want to explain that I yeah um that was when we started swimming, wasn't it? Or was that after the swimming? Yeah, we yeah, I forgot about that because um, a backstory for it. I I was in fourth grade. I tore my ACL, a freak accident. Um, Dad and I talked about it on the last podcast, but it was something that I was doing something stupid. I told Dad I I don't know that he knew this before, but I was, I was the ringleader. I was the Probably. one that convinced everyone. I believe it. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, me convincing people. No way. Um, <laughs> But it made sense in my mind. It was always easy for me to cope with that. It was never like a why me. It was like, oh, well, because yeah, I convinced true. everyone to do it. You yeah. know, I'd, I'd never had that, you know, why was it me? That kind of stuff. But, right. um, you know, I had a freak accident. And, uh, you know, for anyone that knows me as well, I'm, I'm very competitive. I don't think it controls me per se. But I was competitive. I did every sport in the book growing up I did do you know sheep riding or mutton busting as they call it or wrestling football soccer baseball basketball I did almost everything and then that came to a screeching halt because I did have a torn ACL Mm -hmm. so we were going to the aquatic center and going swimming just to keep me active and it was something that wouldn't hurt my knee and you know we could keep doing stuff yeah so we did I think that was like almost three years and yeah. then finally you're just, yeah, you're like, I, I, I'm done. Like you needed to. And so that's what you wore the brace and yep. we're like, okay. Yep. I remember yeah. that because it was, it was weird because I had never seen the movie vision quest and it's one of the only wrestling movies to this day. Only one that's like a good movie. The wrestling sucks in it, but the movie is good. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And dad let me watch that. And I remember just saying like, I could do it. Like, Oh, I miss wrestling. And I did wrestle when I was younger, but I needed some, I need some sort of competitive something. Mm-hmm. And uh, we were in the kitchen and you were like, well, I think you could. And I think that's what had sparked so much of it. It was just that moment of, well, maybe. And then you shot it down right after you're like, oh shit, no, 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 no. And then I was just like, mom, I can't do this anymore. Uh-huh. I was like, and I, I like lost, I remember like tears in my eyes and uh-huh. stuff. Yeah. I was a passionate kid. Yeah. You had a couple, uh, you, you mentioned that a minute ago, you had another moment like that in a tremor. Oh Yeah. Yeah, I mean that was the thing. You would go day by day, and you'd be fine until all of a sudden it was like it wasn't fine. Yeah. And then, then we'd have to really address something. Yeah. But and one well, the other one was uh, moving back and forth between houses, mm-hmm. wasn't it? Yeah. So you know when I was, because you and Dad first got divorced when I was in the second grade, but completely separated when I was in the fourth grade. Mm-hmm. So um, that 
from fourth grade until I think I was a sophomore. I, I thought it was your freshman year, but it was definitely no, high school. No, you're right. You're right. It was my freshman year of high school. Yeah. We were picking up Amory from middle school. Mm-hmm. That's why I thought, okay, you're right. So it was freshman year, and I like to to tell anyone what had happened, we would spend Sunday at noon with you till Wednesday after school, essentially, and then we would go over to Dad's from Wednesday at, after school till Sunday at noon. We rotated the Saturdays, but yeah, you're you're right. You're anyway, right. but so it'd be three days, four days, four days, three days. Yeah, like that exactly. Was, yeah, and it was just such a quick turnaround, and I just remember I was like, I just want to be at one house. I was like, I just want to be mm-hmm. at one freaking place, and it's so funny because <laughs> like, it's it's an intense moment. If you guys saw us right now, it's it's that's an intense thing to talk about because I forgot all about that. But um, I was just describing to my roommates, I'm like. Every year since I was in like the fourth grade, I remember moving shit constantly. Yeah. Even freshman, uh, freshman year through senior year of college, it was in the dorm room, out of the dorm room, into the dorm room. And so, you know, we, we lived at this previous house and all of a sudden, you know, we were having to move and I'm like, I want to be in one fucking place more than two or a year. Yeah. I've never really been in one spot. So yeah. I, I like thinking about that now, that was a, that was a crazy little time period. Yeah, it was that, and that was when we changed that schedule. Because I remember that day, your I was like, "All right, well, we'll talk about it." And I, th- I remember going outside and calling your dad, and I was crying. I was like, "I just figured you're gonna say you want to live with your dad." I yeah. thought for sure that was what was gonna happen, yeah. and I think he probably thought the same in reverse. I mean, that was like, I guess both of our fears. You know, yeah. that was my fear. Yeah. But uh, so we sat down and and talked about it, and that's when we went to the week. Yeah, week we, and, we would and it go worked. essentially Sundays, mm-hmm. you know, Sunday in, in the afternoon or whatever, we would go to dad's and we'd stay till the next Sunday. And in the afternoon we would come over and I, th- I think in time we moved it to Mondays that way, just like you got the full weekend. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. yeah, but say we did the week, but, um, I don't, I honestly don't remember, but it was never like at that point though, you know, when, when that all happened, it was never really strict because I started driving and Amory would ride with me and stuff. And it was just kind of, you know, oh, this week we're at dad's, this week we're at mom's. Mm-hmm. And it was never at that point. I, I think I felt more free at that point. Like yeah. it was my decision to go back and forth and it wasn't forced. Not that you guys ever forced us to do anything. That yeah. was never a, a put upon us. I don't think. I think it was just, you know, we needed to see both of you and, and you both could could agree on that. You know? Yeah. And I think, I think another thing that we did that was really good for you guys, even though you probably got irritated with each other, as all siblings do, was mm-hmm. we kept you together. Yep. We kept oh, I made many together. requests to have Aaron and I split. <laughs> <laughs> and we were like, nope, you're staying but, together. But the thing was, is, and, and I don't blame Amory for this, I, you know, we, we, we didn't get along, I can't even remember when it was, but I, I remember being around like eight, and, you know, before that, I would always be around her and just, you know try to try to be as good as possible and she would get frustrated and, and knowing now you know how much of the compulsive you mm-hmm. know that she was or compulsive disorder I guess yeah. it, you know calling it but knowing how much maybe it wasn't me but her surroundings per se that changed that and she would get frustrated and you know, you can only take so much. And finally I was just like, fuck it and fuck you. <laughs> and I, I know. I don't remember what year that was either. Cause I remember when you guys were kids, I remember telling her like, you better be nice. One of these days your brother is just going to be done with you. Cause she was, she would be so mean to you. And, um, I, I don't remember when it exactly started, but I do remember one day when you had it, you had it and we were on Ravella and she said something and you you both of your rooms were upstairs I think at that time because you came down the hall like I I remember like seeing it in your face like she finally pushed you to your limit and you hadn't been in high school and I were on Ravella uh yeah and I mean I saw on your face and I was like on the living room side of her she was in the middle and you were on that end and I remember like getting getting between you as fast as I could because I could just see it on your face that you you were gonna you were gonna kill her like yeah <laughs> she she pushed you at that point and I remember it's, getting between it's you funny and you now stopped and I, yeah and yeah you I was about to say it, it's funny now and it, it definitely was not funny then no <laughs> that was that was the one time that I remember just seeing I was like he's he's done he's yeah. he's gonna and I I would tell her all the time you need to quit but I I think she had that she was dealing with um and then she just, had so much and one well, and. and girls uh, teenage girls are horrible yeah well and, and if i was in high school she was in middle school except for horrible. one year yeah but but she was going through a rough time mm-hmm. and i think i was 
I I think there was a lot. I I don't think I finally stepped out of myself per se until I got to college because I think for a little bit there, um, though it may not be compared to other people, I think for myself I was pretty selfish. I was a very self-centered person, and um, I remember you know looking back at it and being like, gosh, she had such a tough time, and not that, I don't think I picked on her per se. I mean, there was times we would egg each other on. I, yeah, I don't want to yeah. say I didn't pick on her in that yeah. aspect, but you know. I, I don't think I, I, I made it worse, but I didn't make it better. I yeah. wasn't exactly, like, there for her at that time, which well, I think sucks. I, well, I think the – I don't think it really would have mattered. With what all she yeah. was going through, I think she was just – but um, you guys did have – the best thing ever was your freshman and senior years of high school. Yeah, and that – well, and I, I will give her 100% credit for that because before that, we, we hated each other, mm-hmm. and it was very, very um, – cutthroat at each other and if anyone knows my sister uh, or, or can think of you know my mom and stuff you can take the headphones off if you want to okay. that, that way you can my mom's trying to get a refill that's why <laughs> so um, but but I will give her a hundred percent credit and, and I think you know you had had these conversations with her was saying you know when you when you go to high school it's a different world it can be a different place and you can make your own story you don't have to carry on what had happened you can you know be your own person yeah you can do these things and um and i think she had realized how much i don't want to toot my own horn or whatever but i I think i was you know a relatively popular kid she saw that and she made the active effort to try to make that friendship yeah and i was I was, I think I was very hesitant. I was very hesitant to accept that. And then we still had our days where we would fight and stuff, but it was much fewer and farther between. Oh, it changed so much. That's what I remember. And will you real quick, mom, will you pull the, the cord off of the, yeah. So it was funny because do you remember before she actually started freshman year, she said she was so afraid that like, she's going to get beat up in high school. Like, you're not going to get beat up, Amory. Well, and I think there's all, all sorts of common misconceptions, right? Mm-hmm. When you when you start something new. Just recently, she thought she was going to have to apply for Medicaid. Oh, that was the best. That <laughs> she was just the best. started a job in Phoenix, and she's like, I'm going to have to apply for Medicare. We, so we're, we're, we're sitting here before her job. Well, I don't even know if she actually had the job yet. But anyway, she she was graduating. She graduated yeah. in December. And all she had heard from you and dad was, you you have to go on your own. You have have yeah. to you ha- and, and not to, I don't think sorry I don't mean to cut you off but the the I, I think it's as any good parent is you have to spread your wings you yeah. cannot live off mom and dad yeah but if you need our help we are here right. I think that was the message well we had we had always told you guys okay when and we had the agreement what more than anything your dad and I had the agreement we're like okay once they have their bachelor's degree there you have a freaking degree yeah. like go figure like, it out figure it out like for fuck's yeah. sake so like she watched all this obviously with you mm-hmm. and then so uh, was it last year or something with it? I, um, dealing with my renewal on my insurance and benefits at work. Yeah. We talked about yours. We... And, I, and, and it was something cause no matter what, it's 25, 26, I think it's 26 that you finally have to yeah, you cut can... off your insurance. Yes. But it was last year that you were like, Tierney, I really think your, your work better. benefits yeah. are better for you. And I was like, all right, cool. And so then yeah. we had that whole discussion. We weighed all the <laughs> options. We did all of that, blah, blah, blah. So she had seen and heard all of that. Was mm-hmm. she thought she knew was right. basically like I kicked you off the insurance right she thought. Is what she thought so then so here she is she graduated in December with her bachelor's so she's sitting here we're talking and she's like well I guess I'll I guess I'll apply for, apply for Medicare it was Medicare <laughs> she said I'll apply for Medicare she's like I don't know if they'll take me but and I was like what are you talking about and she's like well I have to get my own insurance you can't tear you off I was like wait hold on <laughs> and by the way Medicare is not going to take you but yeah. By the way, that's not gonna happen. It's not, they're not gonna accept you. You don't qualify. But but yeah. So I, I definitely understand where she had those fears of high school. You know, we always have these misconceptions, and you hear the rumors, you hear the craziness. I remember the big thing in middle or in elementary school, going to middle school was I'm gonna get stuffed in a locker. I'm gonna be oh. bullied and stuffed in a locker. And, and you did get bullied. I did get. I and it's funny because I look back at it now and I'm like, it wasn't really bullying. I did have a. a Bully, bully per se which yeah. is weird you know but he just um, liked to pick on you until the day you you confronted him in yeah, the bathroom if you remember that yeah and i that, mean 
And it's funny because, you know, we both got into high school and we ran around the same people. I know. Never really hung out that much, but, yeah. you know, when we were around each other, it was cool. It was no big deal. Yeah. But, but anywho, yeah, I remember It was, not, it was not a physical bullying. He didn't get to that no. point, but it was because you turned and confronted him on it that it stopped. Yeah. And I, I think wrestling had a big part of it that. It did. I think there gave was a you lot confidence. Of, yeah, I think there was a lot of stuff. And, and, and again, back to, you know, what we talked about earlier, I didn't want people mad at me. I, don't, yeah. I, I still don't like that feeling. Yeah. I, I think I'm better at knowing it's okay if people are mad at me if I'm who I am. Yeah. You know, you, you don't have to like me and that that's okay. I don't have to like you. That's okay. Yeah. But, you know, if you're mad at me for something I did, I, I, I do hold that pretty pretty close. So. Yeah. Um, but no, I remember that was like a misconception. I, I remember thinking that, you know, we'll get stuff in a locker. So I, I get where she has those misconceptions, but... I, I really do have to commend her and I, I remember, you know, we, we became we became friends. You did. We came became friends and it and it was cool because even when I went to college she would call me and I would call her. That if if you would have told me that my junior or sophomore year of high school, I would have thought like no. we'll never we'll never uh, be that way. And truth be told, I think in the end she went to Cruces because you were there. Yeah, she, I think she came she, to state because I was there. Yeah, I, and I, don't, I don't think she would have. Done. I don't. I don't say that in a bragging way. I think that's a, a no, legitimate you, you thing. Gave, yeah, you gave her, and especially because we didn't let you guys take a car your first semester. Mm-mm. Neither one of you. Neither one of you had a car your first semester. Nope. So, like, you dealt with it in a much better. You know how hard it was, but yeah. you dealt with it in a much better way than she would have without yeah. you there. Yeah. She <laughs> knew that was coming. Yeah, and I, I remember that, and it was. I she never used me as a crutch, and and I. The, the big thing was that I remember was you and I aren't going to hang out every weekend. I still have my own life. And, and it's not that we didn't hang out in college. It was yeah. just that I, I still have stuff going on. You yeah. know, it's yeah. not, oh shit. Are we good? Can you hear me on there? Yeah. Okay. Um, now I'm echoing. What the hell? I'm definitely echoing. Pause that real quick. Check, check. It's recording. So you can't hear me on your headphones. Okay. I can't hear you either, but okay. it, it is recording at okay. least. Okay. Um, but yeah, I remember that though, is that, you know, she, I, I just was like, we're not going to hang out every day, but we're not on vacation. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's, it's not, you're not visiting yeah. me. I'm not visiting you. But and, and when we were in high school, we never hung out all the time. Yeah. But, but by the time she got down there, you guys had had three or two, two years or whatever mm-hmm. of when you saw each other, that's what it was for her. It yeah. was vacation, but yeah. yeah. Uh, I was about to say, and it's funny because now it's it's hilarious because I I told dad that the other day was like her and I, she like we're both we're actually friends now. Yeah. You know, I I call her because I want to talk to her. She calls me because she wants to talk to me, and it's hilarious how that works out. Because I, if you would have told me that before, been like no fucking way. What's funny is I remember that same thing when we were kids. Karen and I, and I just posted that the other day, but Karen and I fought as kids, fought. All the way into like high school, it was horrible. And Gramsci was getting so mad. He's like, "You guys are gonna grow up and be best friends." And we're like, "No, we're not." <laughs> I think and you. Then... I think you said that to us. I think Dad said that to us because I think Dad fought with his sister. I think you fought with Karen, and mm-hmm. you know, and and you guys had. That was one thing that was always agreed upon was that Amory and I would be friends later on. Mm-hmm. And we're like, "No, we won't." <laughs> and then here you are. Yeah, and yeah. it's it's cool to see that, and it's cool. And then you know, she's obviously down in Phoenix with Celeste, and it's it's crazy to see that dynamic. Now, too, is that, you know, Brian, Celeste, Mackenzie, Audrey, Amory, and I, it was all, you know, we, w- we would hang out, but there was no hanging out without you and Karen. Yeah. There there was no interaction you, without y'all. But you did, and even that's the interesting part, because even like going, me going through the nursing program, Karen was going through to get her teaching degree. Right. So let, let me clarify wh- yeah. what I mean by that, is that if... If one of you weren't there, we weren't hanging out, right? Right. We, Brian and, I, and Mackenzie and I, we would go ride bikes, and Amory and you know Celeste would do other stuff. But there was there was no way for us to hang out without yeah. y'all's like yeah. supervision per se, but yeah. also a way to communicate, right? Right. Whereas you know my senior year of college, I went down to Phoenix. And I just hung out with Brian, Celeste, and Jessica. Uh, Jessica being Brian's wife, and. You know, you guys weren't there. Mm-mm. We we got to coordinate that all on our own. Yeah. And that's a completely different dynamic that we, we now have as adults, which is amazing. It's yeah. so cool to have that. No, it is. It is. And you guys are, uh, you know, we've talked about that before. Like, you guys aren't, like, on a cousin level. It's Yeah. Not... It's very much closer to a sibling level, and which is awesome. It's so yeah. cool. I want to go back, though. I want to go, go back ahead. to... Go ahead. Sorry. I, I keep jumping all over the place. It's go okay. Ahead. I just, I want to go back to... So Amory graduating high school 
and you coming home for graduation and we power hours. <laughs> we power houred before graduation. So we, yeah, so it ended up being let's, mostly you let's and I. Let's clarify yeah. that we is a very loose term. Yeah. You had a little bit of beer. You did drink. We power houred, you and I did, and then finally Brian, Celeste, and everybody showed up, but yeah. at the end, and then... I, 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 I did a true... If anyone doesn't know, which yeah. uh, if if you yeah. know Matthew Bowes, you obviously have power hour once in your life. But <laughs> power hour, you take a shot of beer every yeah. minute for an hour, and they have mu- like music videos or they have playlists where you do this, and it's super fun. It's a great pregame. Yeah. Should I have done it for a high school graduation? Probably not. But we did. No. Well, and <laughs> but, I mean, we did. <laughs> but here's the deal. The thing about that was because for her graduation, we had to be there like two hours in advance. No, to we had to be there seat. three hours it ahead. It was a long it was, time. Graduation started at seven. We had to be there at four. And you were like, why do we have to sit there? The whole time? I was like, we should power hour. And you're like, okay. Okay. Yeah. So I'm like, what else? Are, yeah. So it was fine. I'm pretty persuasive. So then, so by the time the rest of the family got there and we were at the end of power hour, we ordered pizza, we ate, I threw bottles of water and granola bars in my bag and Brian drove us over, dropped us off. We were mm-hmm. holding the seats. So I'm like, okay, hours have gone by. I'm sober by the time graduation happens. I am not. And then graduation. If anything, I got more drunk. I know. And because I found out later, graduation starts and the rest of the family gets there. And I'm like, why is Tierney so drunk? Well, Celeste brought vodka in her bottle of water. I'll be honest with you. I don't remember that. But you, you also brought um, something in your bottle of water because you had gone up to talk to Aunt Kelly and she texted no, me. No, I, ha- I didn't have a bottle of water. I have a flask. That's I remember that had. now. You're you right. Because you went up to talk to Aunt Kelly and she's like, oh my, she's texting me. And I was like, also, do you want a swig? And if you know my Aunt Kelly, it's hilarious because she really doesn't drink. I mean, no. she, she will go out and, and have a drink, right? But like in the way you and I, like I've had three beers during this podcast. You've had a couple drinks, right? Like we will sit and casually have drinks. Yeah. And so I was like, do you want a swig? And she's like, yeah, sure. And all she did that for was so that I I had less. Yeah. Well, thank you for taking it <laughs> for the team because he didn't need it. And then Celeste gets there. She sits next to you. And then I'm like, oh, my God. So then Tierney is like freaking when it comes time for the graduation to start, Tierney's singing the alma mater like oh, I'm nobody's belting it. business. I'm belting yeah, it. And are. it's so funny because <sighs> anytime – I don't know that I – remember the words to the alma mater and, and you did in that moment i did in that moment for <laughs> sure and which is funny because you know we would see like it's it's the whole song kit and caboodle i found out it's actually the cornell fight song oh i didn't realize that till way later on yeah. but um there there's a two thing it's like fight on uh alma mater or uh, fight on ever alma mater till the game is one oh. everyone says till the and but everyone yells till the game is what? And everyone freaks out, says that, and then it's like, uh, blah blah blah, hail to Farmington, uh-huh. and that's and that's the, all I remember because we would yell that. The funniest part is, is that still removed from New Mexico State, I cannot forget the fight song. No, the fight song is, but and that, that was my personality too. I always had the most school spirit. Oh, like, you did, you always, always did. Which then, yeah. So just to end the Amory's graduation. Tierney bald like a baby. Oh, absolutely <laughs> bald. And it was so funny because I remember her saying, you know, oh, oh yes. I thought he was so emotional and all this stuff. And then, oh, no, and then she's like, oh, he's drunk. Yeah, then she's like, <laughs> she's like, I'm going to I'm gonna drink at your graduation. My college graduation, And you're yeah. like, I'm going to drink at my graduation. <laughs> she's all, damn it. damn it. I can't get you back on this. And then the this. bad thing was is your college graduation, though, you guys had to stand that fucking line forever mm-hmm. that you wouldn't have been able to go pee. Nope. So you did not drink a lot before. You no. had a couple of mimosas, but you really didn't. No, I, I didn't. I really didn't. And I, I remember people having flasks and stuff. But one thing I am really proud of, and which I think is funny because I think it's funny that I can tell you this stuff. And I, I hope this kind of lightens people to our type of relationship. We, we have a very close-knit relationship. There's not a whole lot you don't know about me. And I think the only stuff that I ever tell you that you're like, I didn't know that. It wasn't ever that I kept it from you. It's just that I forgot or you forgot yeah. or whatever. But the the thing that I had had for graduation is I had a bottle cap lay, mm-hmm. you know, look, yep. looked like a sweet lay, but it was all bottle caps. Mm-hmm. And the funny part was, is it wasn't everything that I had kept. It was, it was ones that I remembered to keep uh. of the bottle caps I drank. I think if I would have kept everything, I would have had a lot more because yeah, there was sure. a year in four months that I didn't drink. Yeah. That's and right. so, that's right. and, yeah. but like, if, if you ever see it, it's crazy. But that was the thing is people would have had shooters at graduation and all this stuff. And I'm like, I did my drinking. I'm good. Honestly, <laughs> that year in four months was probably like the best thing for you. Um, just because I think it put another person 
perspective because you know a lot of kids get to college and they just drink and then it can get to a point where it's bad yeah i think that would give you a perspective on things so i think that yeah. was actually a good thing for you i it made me it's so funny because it made me grow up a little bit and mm-hmm. i think i ended up regressing a little bit but i think it wasn't not regressing Reg- regressing is not the right word mm-hmm. but it's I, I think i i came back down to earth and it's like all right there's time to have fun. Yeah. There's time to let loose. Yeah. But, you know, there there is life without this. And, and, yeah. and I don't think I was an alcoholic. I, I talked to Noah no. about this. But I think that um, I needed that in a lot of different ways. Yeah. And, and can I explain all of them? Not really. But I, I, I think I needed that. Yeah. And um, I think it's probably one of the more healthier times I've ever been. Yeah. You know, you, you go without it and it's like, well, I mean. I, yeah. I think, it, I think that it was a good it was a good time it was a good thing I mean it really you really dove into like AFC you dove mm-hmm. into the camps those yeah. summers like it was a good thing it yeah. was it was a pull because you've always been um you have your yin and yang you yeah. always have and yeah. so like I remember when you first got down there and you like would we talk and you and I remember thinking that I'm like Jenny, you've always had that you've had yeah. you've had these pulling forces that you but it balanced you yeah and so you got down there and you didn't have the balance and so when you found AFC and you threw yourself into that. It gave you yeah. what you'd always had that kept you feeling like you. Yeah, I had I had purpose and fun, mm-hmm. and then there was balance between the two. Yeah, not that I never had fun with purpose, and yeah. I never had purpose with fun, but I, it gave me that that uh, balancing act between the two. Well, I mean, like all through all through your childhood, all through your high school days, like you were always a very strong Christian. Mm-hmm. You were like yeah. you quote the Bible more than. A lot of people like that, you know, mm-hmm. I mean, you, you knew, you know, your faith, mm-hmm. you know, you, and I think that you got down there and you just didn't have that balance. And I, I do believe that's yeah. important. I, I, I think I had a, a tough go with, with friendships as well yeah. down there. I had people from Farmington that cut ties with me and I didn't expect that. And I hadn't really branched out at that point. And, um, there's a lot of other things that, came about lambda kai came about mm-hmm. but that was something that i'm still to this day glad i didn't join that first semester yeah i i became stronger or, or you know way more involved with afc i became way more involved with other things there's people i didn't meet right away that i'm glad i didn't meet right away yeah. otherwise i wouldn't have had those experiences and um there was a lot of there was a lot of tough stuff that i went through in college but um I'm, i think it made the made me the person I am for sure and I, I still think I'm building that person I don't think I've found it per se just yet but I, I think res- we ever I, no one ever fucking I does think, I, I mean good lord do. does anyone ever fucking know I, you know and I mean it's a kind of funny just ironically like I was driving to work this morning and I was you know I'm driving and I'm just thinking of things going on personally um for us and I'm just like and I, I started praying on the like, way to work and I was just like we're we're really blessed yeah we're in a good place where everybody's healthy everybody's been working through the pandemic. Yeah. We haven't had struggles that other people have had. Like, yeah. I mean, actually we were like, we were talking about like, um, I paid off debt. You've paid off yep. student loans. Like it's actually been, we've actually been really blessed through this. Yeah. And a lot of people have not. And I just, yeah. I thought that just this morning on the way to work, I was like, thank you God for like putting us in where we're at. Yeah. Cause a lot of people are. And a lot of, and a lot of people haven't had that. And you know, um, we have been blessed with, you know, family being healthy, with jobs being secure. Mm-hmm. To you know, we yeah. you know we're not. There, there's no telling what tomorrow brings. Sure. You know, it doesn't mean that we're secure forever, but no. but things are secure right now. Yeah. Um, and I agree. I mean, it, it 2020 hit a lot of people really hard, and I'm very blessed that it didn't hit us that mm-hmm. hard. I, it hit me emotionally, but other things it could hit me for. I'm glad it was that, yeah. you know, and, well, and that you, taught me a lot. Well, can you imagine like how you felt back then, you know, dealing with the emotional stuff, if you would have lost your job on top of it? Oh my God. I mean, yeah. that's, that's the thing. Like we really, I mean, it was, it's been a, a bad year. None of us like it, but at the same time, it's, we're in a good place. And yeah. so, yeah, I just thought that this morning it was like. Count your blessings uh-huh. and, you know, be ready for life and stuff. Mm-hmm. What advice would you give me at 25? Just turned 25. I can't fucking believe that shit, by the way. 20 fucking five? Are you serious? That's what I said. I'm like, 25. You're 43 years old. You have a 25-year-old. Yeah. And a 22-year-old. Yeah. That's why I said I'm like, 2020 was my 25th high school reunion. Holy shit. Obviously, we didn't have that because of COVID. Would you have gone? 
maybe. Okay, I was like, fair. I, mean, I, was I, like, I asked that sarcastically, but, but, know, but if you were I mean, like, the maybe. Thing, the thing is, like, I went back for my 10th. I didn't actually go to the reunion. I went and hung out with some friends. We yeah. went out and stuff. Yeah. But they, everyone says that, like, you hit, like, the 25th and on. And, and by this point, we've all been through some life experiences, divorces, deaths, right. whatever. Right. And so most people are humble. Well, nobody wants to compete anymore. It's just like, really, what's going on with you? Yeah, because I, I, and correct me if I'm wrong, but 10 years is kind of that, like, it's competitive. well, look at me. I've done this in my yeah. 10 years. What have you done? And, and that's like, where, like, even when I went, yourself. I didn't go to the reunion itself. I met some girlfriends, and we had drinks, and right. that's what I went for, and it was worth it. But I, I think I would have gone back to this one just because it would be nice to see some people that, yeah, you know, like, and I am friends with – that's the nice part about, actually, Facebook and social media is, like, you can keep up with people. Like, in I mean, in years past, like, you couldn't do that. Right. You, the people would – so going you back, actually had to find you had to find people find their numbers. Yes, now and you, going you back to like that. the beginning of this when we were talking about um, when I moved to El Paso and when Nana and Gramsci divorced, we moved there before um, eighth grade, and the summer between eighth and freshman year for me um, was I don't know what high school reunion it was for Gramsci, mm-hmm. but Gramsci, my dad graduated high school in Argentina, oh. and so it was a big reunion I don't know mm-hmm. if it was 25th or what it was for him right. at the time but he wanted to go and we didn't have a lot of money we never had a lot of money growing up but um he wanted to go and he wanted to go alone mm-hmm. he didn't want to take Nana and so she told him if he went she would not be there when he got back and that's when they got divorced he went to his oh. reunion but can in the reunion was actually in California but, but he there, went, so there's probably a lot more to that yeah but that was like the that was her pushing point yeah yeah and I mean the, the interesting thing for him, though, of course, I mean, when I look back and think about this, is he he went to high school in Argentina, but he went to kids went with kids all around the world, right? And their reunion was in California. I'm like, what a cool reunion! Yeah. Was it a dick move not to invite Nana? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. So. I was gonna say like you can go, it's just not to invite your wife. Is yeah. It's like yeah. So. Yeah. Anyway. Mom, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. We'll have to do this again. It's funny because this has been an hour and almost two minutes now. Oh. Crazy. You don't even no. let's say you don't even think about it. No. But you and I can also fucking talk forever. Yeah. So yeah. We have so many other stories and stuff. But, yeah, I really appreciate you being on the podcast. Yeah, thanks. Yeah. I so. don't know what I'm going to like listening to it later. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. No one does. And it's funny because everyone's like – it's the same thing as, like, a voicemail. You hear it and you're like, ah, that's what my fucking voice sounds like. I Ugh. I know. And it's, like, and it's funny because I, I think the same exact thing. I keep posting these bitches i'm just like fuck it it. yeah yeah (laughs) but mom i appreciate it i love you thank you very much okay cool bye guys bye